0: Welcome back to the Big Life Moms podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Allen, realtor at Glow Realty in Prescott, Arizona, mom of two young kiddos, wife, former scratch golfer, and kind of self entitled motivational junkie. Second episode is here, and it's at the beginning of the year. So, of course, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Everybody has them, but very few actually execute them. And I found a really great article online that I'm going to discuss with you today that talks about some ways you can actually accomplish your New Year's resolutions that you are setting, hopefully, this month. Now, I'm gonna be real honest with you. I am the type of person that sets a ton of New Year's resolutions and then quit them like two weeks later because I have shiny object syndrome, and that is either I set my goals way too high, set expectations way too high, and then when I don't feel like I am executing those, squirrel, I just immediately jump to the next best best thing. And and, And I know, I am not the only mom that does that or just person in general that sets way too high of expectations, doesn't accomplish what I set out to do, and then just jump on to the next big thing expecting to get the same results. So we are wanting to jump on the bandwagon of New Year's resolutions this year. But we're going to do it the right way. And I found this great article written by Kendra Cherry, who is an author and educational consultant focused on helping students learn about psychology. And it is called 10 Great Tips to Keep Your New Year's Resolutions. And that's, again, what we are going to discuss today. Number one choose a specific goal. It says to be sure to make your goal realistic rather than drastic. Choosing a concrete achievable goal also gives you the opportunity to plan exactly how you're going to accomplish and stick to your goal over the course of the year. So to me, this means don't pick something that is super broad. Don't pick something like, I'm going to get more clients in 2023 or in 2023. That to me is too broad because it doesn't have any action attached to it. It's a result of an action. And that brings me to the second one, which is to put time into planning your New Year's resolution. You can start by writing down a goal, making a list of things you want to do to achieve that goal, and noting any obstacles that might stand in your way. So just like this podcast, there was a lot of planning that went into it. Obviously, you just have to pull the trigger and and go for it, but you also have to plan it. If you want that result, you have to put the time into breaking it down into manageable chunks that you can actually achieve on a day-to-day, week-to-week, or month-to-month basis if you want to achieve that specific goal that you have. Uh, Another one is to limit your resolutions. Again, this is a big one for me because my favorite thing to do, I think, is to reflect back, like look back on everything that I've done throughout the year and pinpoint everything that I feel I failed at, which is not a good way to look at it. And side note, that brings up a book I'm currently reading, which is called The Gap and the Gain. And it talks about how Entrepreneurs and high achievers focus a lot on the gap because they're measuring themselves against an unrealistic expectation instead of focusing on the gain, which is what they've already achieved, starting from point one, point A, what you've already accomplished. So it's a really good book. And make sure you limit your resolutions so that you're not always focused in the gap, which is where not a lot of ro- room for growth. Start with small steps uh, small steps. Again, this is my kryptonite. I am the queen of overdoing things. I just jump right into stuff and they are really big things and I fail at them. So it's really important to write a specific goal, break it down into chunks, limit how many you have and make sure that you start small so that these habits compound on each other. And the result is you achieving the goal. I don't even know what number we're on. I'm just going down the bullet points. But another good one is avoiding repeating past failures. And gosh, this is just like a lot of self-reflection in this episode because repeating past failures is my only reason for starting New Year's resolutions. And I don't want to do that this year. I do not want to set the same New Year's resolution over and over and over again and fail them every single time. So I'm really going to take this article to heart, take the book, The Gap and the Gain to heart, and really follow these steps so that I am not repeating past failures. Uh, Remember that change is a process. It is. Change is a process and change makes you uncomfortable. Raise your hand if you have been uncomfortable with change. Kim's raising her hand. Thank you, Kim, for participating. Stephen, you're finally up to the (laughs) there we go. His hand is up. Change is a process and it's difficult. It's uncomfortable. It's ugly. But without change, we don't have growth. And growth is so much more important to focus on than the discomfort of getting there. Get support is another great option or another great thing you can do. And a lot of people call this a support buddy or an accountability partner. And I think those people are great. I think it's a really wonderful idea to have an accountability partner. But there's always a but. Does it do the words before a but count? I don't know. But what I would say is don't put all your eggs in a basket. Don't make your action steps dependent on someone else supporting you. One of my favorite quotes that I've always had and reflect on is, how can you be let down if you're not leaning on anyone? So in my opinion, yes, an accountability partner is great, but they're not everything. You have to count on yourself for a lot of that too. Another one is to renew your motivation. I do this by going to seminars. I do this by going on date nights with my husband. And getting away from the kids, because a lot of the times my New Year's resolution is to spend more quality time with my kids. And then I just am like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom and only do this and spend every waking hour with my kids. And I get burnt out very easily with that. So taking small breaks not only makes myself better, but it makes my parenting better. So as a mom, do not be afraid to take a step back, reflect gain your individual identity again, because when you do that, you can be a much better mom and business owner in the future. Keep working on your goals. Obviously stay consistent with the ones that you've set and then learn and adapt. And that's the last one, learn and adapt. And adaptability is so important as business owners and as moms, because number one, we have no idea what clients are going to throw at us, where the economy is going to go, what our industry is going to do. And I feel like that's the same thing with kids. Like I have no idea what my daughter is going to say with say to me on a day-to-day basis. She is so full of sass and she's so smart and outgoing and she will just throw questions at me. And I'm like, where in the world did this come from? How can I answer this question? How can I navigate this response that's going to, obviously introduce her to an answer, and at the same time, keep this curiosity alive in her. So we can't, we can't get caught up in this is the way it's done, this is the way it's always done, this is my script for it. Learn to adapt to the changes that you're making, your business making is making, and the lives that are around you are making. I'm gonna end it at that, and I'm also going to say, we do have a mom of the week. And it is Michaela Chadwick with State Farm Insurance. She's actually coming on the show for our next, or should I say, first guest appearance. I'm very excited for you to hear her story. It's very inspirational, and I think it's going to be a source of power for a lot of women out there. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode of Big Life Moms. I'm so happy you joined me for round two. If you, again, liked what you heard, find value in this, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, you follow us. It doesn't end at the podcast. You can watch the episodes. You can go on our Instagram page, gather more information and value, connect with people on our Facebook page, lots of different sources to do that. I look forward to the next episode with you and thanks again for joining us.